Welcome to the Rocky Retirement Show. I'm Kathy. And I'm Les. Mr. Grant is here with us today, too, but hopefully he'll be quiet. What do you think, Les? I don't think he will be. <laughs> he, we're actually recording in a different location today, and Mr. Grant was being very feisty, so I brought him down so that he can be with us. Today we're going to talk about the relationship, the significant other part of the six pillars. And um, Les, do you want to tell them what we did? Well, in this case, we're going to be talking about a cruise that we took to the Asian countries. The countries that we went to were Hong Kong, which is, of course, China, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, and then uh, mainland China. Now, we have so many lessons from this trip, but what I'd like to start with is just talking about the pros and the cons of the actual ship that we were on. (laughs) Because we've taken this cruise line many times, and, you know, although we love, love, love cruising, I don't know if we're going to take another cruise. What do you think, Les? I think maybe not. Well, I will, because I have another cruise coming up with my sister. And I'm, I may take some short cruises, but I don't know. There was, there was a lot of pros, but there were also a lot of cons. And now that we know about home sharing, <laughs> that may be our next way of travel. That's true. The, the thing about home sharing is that, that uh, you're in one place for the, the entire period, so you don't have the mobility that you have on the ship. But there are some other aspects of it that uh, are very attractive. One of the major aspects that is uh, positive about going to someone else's house and sitting there is that you learn more about the local environment than you do on a ship. Yeah, but there's a biggie that you keep complaining about as far as the cruises go. It's a lot less expensive, too. (laughs) I have to tell you, Les wants to spend as little money as possible on everything. That's true. I'm cheap, but... (laughs) Frugal. But that's one reason why we have money right now, of course. Because we we don't spend any of it. (laughs) But anyway, aside from that, there are some really great aspects to house sitting. And we talked about that in another episode, so we won't... We won't talk about that now. Let's just get into what we liked about this cruise. We'll talk about what we liked first, and then we'll talk about some of the things that we didn't like. So, Les, do you want to go first? No, you have your list in front of you. Okay, I'll start us off. So, one of the things that you have to understand is that we upgraded our cruise, and not everybody can afford to do that, and quite frankly... If we go on a cruise again, I doubt if we will go beyond the regular Lanai class. Or what do you call the, the thing? aqua class? No, 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 no. What? Just with a deck. What? What's that called? Well, balcony. Yeah, know. we probably won't go above a balcony class. Now, in the past, we've pretty much always gone with celebrity. There's been a couple of cruises where we took different cruise lines. And if we do go with another cruise line again, we'll probably go with a hoity-toity cruise line, one that we probably can't afford. (laughs) Right, Les? Yes, that's true. So anyway, 
We usually, in the past couple of times, we've upgraded to the spa level called Aqua Class, and it gives you some additional benefits that you don't get with a regular balcony. But honestly, Les, do you think it's worth it? No, I really don't. I The only thing that's really the positive about it is that you get to eat in a separate restaurant. And that restaurant is typically healthier. Yes, that's true. And we'll go into what we thought about the restaurant this cruise a little bit later. But let's talk about the very first pro that I noticed. The deck was gorgeous. Didn't you think? You mean the uh, balcony? Yeah, the balcony was just a beautiful balcony. Well, in the sense that that, uh, we were at the top level, so we didn't have any roof over the balcony. Oh, it was so pretty to just be able to see that clear blue sky everywhere. It was kind of like we had our own ship, just by ourselves. Yes, in many ways it was like that. I loved it. So that was definitely a pro, being on the top balcony. And we'll talk about the con to being on the top balcony in a little bit. Can you think of anything less? On the on the pro side for yeah. the for the balcony? No, it doesn't have to be the balcony, just anything. Well the pro the other pro is that there are a couple of perks that you get with with the uh, going to a higher class on the ship. People look at you differently. Because you're hoity toity. Right. Because <laughs> you get a different You have a blue card and, and they they don't. Well theirs is blue too. Just a different color. Yeah, that's right. A different kind of blue. So you do get a different color badge. And since I tend to wear my badge around my neck, I don't know. I I guess that would be a pro to this particular cruise since we did upgrade. Is the the hoity-toity name badge or badge that you get. Yes, that's true. Of course, one that you want on a cruise is the top level, which... Which takes, no one can afford. No, but, well, it's not even a matter of affording it. It's a, it's a matter of uh, being in that class oftentimes because you've taken a million cruises. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Zenith? Yes. Do they get the, the same name badge as the Suites? I'm sure it's different. I'm when sure I say different. name badge, I mean key. Yeah. Key to get in your room. But I think the, the one that where you're really hoity-toity is the suite level. Yeah, that's true. But that's a lot more expensive than than what we did. Yeah, like triple. Yeah. So another pro, now this could be a con, and it has to do with those portions and the, the restaurant, the, the spa-level restaurant. And that is, on this cruise, the portions were a lot larger than they were in the past. That's true. Do you think people complained about the small portions from Well, Europe? it might be its portions, but it's also the fact that the food wasn't that different. From the regular dining from room? From the regular dining room. Yeah, in the past, it was supposed to be healthier, yeah. smaller portions. Yep. For it's the more spot. than just portions. It was, it was the type of food that they were serving was yeah. healthier. That's Mr. Grant, I warned you. <laughs> Yeah, the food didn't seem to be that much different in the in the spa level restaurant, but you know what was different? The service. Yes, that's true. You had a little more personal service. A lot more personal service. Well, oftentimes you had the same waiter for for to serve you. I think we always had the same waiter. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was always the same waiter. And the spa level restaurant is a lot smaller. How many people would you say that that fit? 
maybe 50 or or um, a little more or less I would say 40 or 50 and then how many would you say the main dining oh my gosh you can't even count oh yeah a thousand yeah so and then what about the buffet forget that yeah that's yeah uh, probably that was a thousand less. there do you think that seats the same amount of people Maybe not, but it, it's the coming and going there. People don't spend as much time there, so it's it's frenetic. Yeah, it's really crazy. So anyway, I did like, I do like eating in the spa level restaurant. If we go regular class, I'm going to miss that. You know, just the regular balcony. Sure, sure. Because that is, um, I think it, I think it is. We probably did get cool. a lot of personal attention. And there's less people so i think you're less likely to get sick if you're not hanging around in the big areas where the masses are you also have a a better opportunity to meet people in the blue or in, in the, the blue yeah why why do you think that is there's more because people it's the, the same room. people over and over again that's true and we did meet we did meet some people but i met somebody in who wasn't in the blue restaurant she had a regular balcony yeah of course you can meet people anywhere but but I think there's a higher likelihood that you'll meet people in the restaurant because it's repeat customers, so to speak. And less is a little less outgoing than I am. Yes. So I tend to talk to everybody regardless of where I am. <laughs> I true. even ask people if I can sit with them if there's no table. <laughs> I've That's done true. that before. So anyway, that was kind of a pro was the fact that we got to eat in the smaller restaurant. And... Another pro that I thought on this cruise was there was a guy who helped Les. Les was having a lot of pain. Um, as you know, he has cancer. And he was having a lot of pain in your back. In your in his back. And his name's Mike Michael? Mike Mikhail. Mikhail. And he he helped you immensely. What did he do? Well, it was stretching pri primarily to try to get my muscles to help keep my body in a position that didn't cause my back to hurt so much. Standing was my problem. And so uh, he did that and then also gave me some exercises for strength training. And I think, I think that helped you a lot. And so um, you bought a package of how many? Six. But that's not the point because that comes with the cruise. I mean, you don't have to be in any class to, to deal with. Well, we're not talking just specifically our class. We're yeah. just talking about this cruise in general. So you purchased six, but he gave you a free one. Yeah. You know, when you went down there, he just, what, what happened? Cause I don't think I was, I was there when he first started working with you. He just said, uh, let me try something on you. You having any pro He asked me if I had any problems, and I said, yes, I'm having some pain in my back. And, and he said, let me try something. And so he, he did some stretching, and then I decided to continue working with him. Yeah, so that was a really good pro. It, I think that helped a lot on this cruise. Yes, that's for true. You. And then, of course, there's, I think, your favorite. What was your favorite dish? on the cruise that you tried to get pretty much every day in the buffet? The no sugar added ice cream? <laughs> yes. Les thinks that the no sugar added ice cream doesn't have any sugar in it. No, I know better, but it's still good. Uh-huh. So it's, it's less than normal ice cream would have. That's questionable. 
but but yes, yeah, so that was definitely a pro was the no sugar added ice cream. They make these, you, you know, the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that all the food on a ship is pretty much made that day or the day before. It's all super fresh. So these ice creams, although I make ice cream at home, it doesn't taste like the ice cream that they make here because I make it act- that actually doesn't have any sugar in it. Yeah. <laughs> I sweeten it naturally like with blueberries or strawberries or something. So that was a pro. Let's see what else. Oh, I know there was um, something else that had to do with the restaurant. Because Les and I have some unique eating styles, We, because of his cancer, we try to eliminate the sugar and the carbs and and that's in a lot of food the maitre d personally went over the menu with us yes and helped us select things for the following day yes and then another thing that she did because i was having i'm on a ketogenic diet myself uh, which is stricter than what less is on and that's because i'm trying to to lose weight not because i have cancer but I brought some protein powder with me, and I I use these keto sticks to see if I'm in ketosis or not, and I kept getting knocked out. And so I said, that's it. I am going to have a shake for dinner, which is pretty much what we do at home, right? That's right. And um, so she accommodated me with that. She took my protein powder because I, I don't do whey because um, it, it's I'm sensitive to milk products. And they made me a shake every day for dinner. And then occasionally I would eat like the salmon or something. But she personally, before I did that, she personally went through everything. And sure. she continued to do that with, with you, right? Yes, except that I I kind of knew what had carbs and what didn't. So but still, it was nice that she did that. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I've been told that even on a regular class, like if you just have a balcony or an inside cabin, that the maitre d' at the main restaurant will do that for you too. Yeah, we That's, heard that. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Another thing that was nice about this particular ship is it was conveniently small. Yeah, a little smaller than the than the Solstice class, which is their their largest ship. Although there's another one that's coming, and uh, and so things were a little closer together. You didn't have to walk quite so far to get to things. So that was that was nice. That was a pro for sure. Also, it was an easy process to get on and off the ship. Yes, they they arranged it pretty nicely, actually. Yeah, so it wasn't like we never had to wait that long, and it was it was a very easy process. I was very impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Now maybe that was because the ship was smaller and there's less guests. But I don't think I, so. It was still, you know, two thousand people. Yeah, I I thought that they did a very good job with the embarkation and the disembarkation yes. except for the last day yes i wasn't I impressed with the last day but um now the age of the guests yeah they were um needless to say cruising is tends to be an older crowd anyway but uh i thought this was more baby boomers yeah it was it wasn't 80s yeah. people in their 80s there I mean, were it was people there in were the some, 20s but, but if we wanted that we'd yeah. go on carnival yeah <laughs> I mean, I really liked the fact that there was a lot of baby boomers. We made some friends while we were on the ship. Yes, that's true. That was good, I thought. Oh, I have to go back to the Blue Restaurant. Do you remember Sebastian? Yes. So he was a waiter there, but he'd never waited on us. He was not our waiter. 
And he might not even been a waiter. He might have been an assistant. I think he was an assistant waiter. I don't know. I think he was a normal waiter, but he just wasn't assigned to us. He always remembered our names. Yes, he did. I mean, even our own waiters never called me by my name. All the time, right. But this other waiter that didn't even wait on us always welcomed us. You know, he'd say, hi, Kathy, it's good to see you. Hi, Les. And I just thought that that was awesome. Yes, it was. And speaking of people, what would you think of the captain? Oh, the captain was a character. He had to tell jokes every day. He's, <laughs> his jokes, he's, he's Greek, and so his jokes were a little bit Greekish. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean, Greekish? <laughs> well, they were they they weren't the kind of humor that we're used to, but uh, but they were funny in any case. And but he thought himself to be a real comedian. Well, I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah, he was certainly a lot more funny than other captains have been. <laughs> I thought he was great. I looked forward to his morning address. Yes, he always had a joke or something that his mother told him. <laughs> Right, right. And it had to do usually with his own, per like he would tell personal stories. Yes. His daughter was actually on the cruise with us, which uh, which was interesting. Yeah, I, and he told stories about her too. I, I just thought that that was pretty cool to have a, a captain that is interesting and entertaining. Yes. I mean, obviously that's not the number one priority of a no, captain. No. But it did make the, the cruise. He didn't get us out of the fog. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing that I really liked about the cruise was the bed. I thought it was really comfortable. Yeah, the bed was comfortable, yes. Yeah, I had no problem with the bed whatsoever. And at home, we have one of those sleep number beds. And so I was a little worried because I have you, you, I think we both kind of gotten used to that sleep number bed. Yeah, we have. Um, we Just to be clear, we don't have the kind that raises. We just have the the ability to change the the hardness and softness level at home. And I probably change mine once a week or so. Yeah, I kind of keep the same pretty much, except that when I was going through chemo, I would change it because I had these weird aches and pains, and it was great. Yeah, highly recommend it. Hey, use our names and you'll get a discount. We'll get $500. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, another thing that I liked was when we had a package where we purchased three of the specialty restaurants and the waitress at Cuisine, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, she went through each individual item with us when I told her that we were on a special diet. Normally what they do is they, they hand you an iPad, right? Yeah, yeah. And they have you select right, what, you what, sel what you're going to have because the, the deal is it's like, a little bit like dim sum in the sense that uh, it's a lot of small dishes that uh, that make up your meal. Oh, I got so full. We couldn't finish eating. Yeah, that's right. But she went through every single thing with us and said, oh, yeah, you can do that. You can do this. I thought that was excellent. Yes, it was. So, so yeah, we definitely, there were definitely some pros on this ship. We met two other couples. One of the couples... I met the the wife because I couldn't sleep. If you if you are on my in the Facebook group, if you're not in the Facebook group, you can go to rockyourretirement.com/community. I believe that's the link. I'll double check. It'll be in the show notes. But you can go to the Facebook link and join the group. But in that group, I did a couple of live videos from the ship, 
And if you were part of that, then you realize that there were several times I couldn't sleep. And so I would get up like at two o'clock in the morning because we were, you know, it's a totally different time zone. I think it's yesterday there, right? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I think, 11 hours. So anyway, one of the couples that I met, I met her because we would both be up at the same time and we'd go to the library. And I would go to try to get some work done because we didn't get internet in our room. And we had purchased an internet package. So I would go to get work done. And of course, I didn't get any work done because <laughs> we would sit there and talk the whole time. And one of the, uh, her husband actually less and, she, and he really hit it off. Yes, we did. The only problem was that he had a cold. And? And I caught it. <laughs> it took him two weeks to get over it after we got home. Oh, another thing I keep bringing back to food, but isn't food a big part of a cruise? Yes, True. <laughs> There's plenty of staff in the buffet. Yes. Like I never had to wait for them to come oh, by yeah, yeah. and ask me if always, I wanted something to drink. Always available. There was a ton of staff in there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that brings us to the room attendant. So everybody gets a room attendant. It doesn't matter if you're upgraded or not. If you're on a regular balcony or inside cabin, everybody has the same room attendant. You know, I mean... If there's more than one, but everybody gets the same service. But I think because we were in aqua class, we got two extra bottles of water every day. We got that, and then we got that little snack that we didn't, we didn't like generally. Well, we finally told him to stop bringing it because, you know, sometimes, too, it had, like, shrimp on it and would be sitting there for a while. Yeah, yeah. So we just said, no, we're not, you know. If you're in a concierge class or in a spa level, they usually will bring you an appetizer like around two o'clock, two or three, along with some tea. I like the, I like getting the tea for sure. Yeah, uh, cold tea. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that was good. Also, another thing is that one of the day was it the first night? It was so cold. Yeah, first night. And we asked him to bring us an extra blanket, and I got the impression that they didn't really have any extra blankets. Right, right. But he scrounged one up for us. <laughs> Um, you know, one of the things to let you know is a lot of the times, let's say you get cold and the room attendant can't find a blanket. A lot of the times, especially if you're on a cruise where it's not a tropical location, they have lo- they have blankets out by the pool. Yep. Did or you at see least those? at least big towels. Yeah, you could put some towels on your or or one of those blankets. Those were nice right, blankets. Right. Yeah, they were. And since they're out by the pool, I'm assuming they get washed. <laughs> You forgot about the first night was actually hot. That's, oh my gosh. But that's a pro, not a con. Oh, I mean, uh, that's a con, not yeah, a pro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're on the pros right now. Okay, so another pro is the magnetic wall. You can hang things on the walls. Walls were metal. But that makes steel. them magnetic. Yes, not, not stainless steel, steel. So you, if you have magnets, you can actually hang notes and stuff for each other. Or when you get those daily newspapers, you can, uh, you know, hang those on the wall. If if there's something that you really want to go see and you don't want to forget, you can put that on the door. So that was cool. Anything that you're thinking of? I've got a couple more. No, I'm starting to think of cons. Okay, well, we'll we'll go with those later. Um, Okay, I am allergic to everything, right? That's true. I was not allergic to their cleaning products. No, that's true. Yeah, actually. I never had any kind of breathing problem, never no, that's true. coughed. 
it, it was cool. Now, we brought our own shampoo and stuff. We couldn't smell any cigarette smoke. Of course, that was there's nice. no smoking pretty much on the ship except for a couple of places. Yeah, so but, that was uh, good. That was good. And even though we bring our own shampoo and soap, a lot of times when I go somewhere, I'm allergic to the ships or the... The, if we're in a hotel, I'll be allergic to the hotel shampoo and, you know, soap. And so other passengers will make me cough. That wasn't the case with this, with this ship. No, no. So that was pretty cool. So I didn't seem to be allergic to any of their products, which was, which was good. Oh, and I have one last pro. Didn't you think that shower head was awesome? Yeah, it worked pretty well. No, I mean, it was like a big rain yeah. shower head. Now, I don't know if those are in the... The inside cabins or the balconies, I don't, uh, that might have been an upgrade because we're in the spa level. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So, so those are my list of pros for this particular ship. And do you want to tell the audience what ship we were on? We were on the Celebrity Millennium. That's right. And we were on it for two weeks. The Millennium is an 18-year-old ship, and we had actually been on it before uh, in the earlier days. I don't remember when that yeah, was. I do. Do you remember which cruise that was? No, I don't, but uh, but I know I'd been on that ship. But I do remember having a funny captain. I wonder if it's the same captain. Could be. Who knows? <laughs> okay, you said you're thinking of some cons. Do you want to start us off? Well, I was just thinking that uh, one of the cons with being at the at the, on the top floor, on the 11th floor in this case, is that when you get into rough seas, you feel the effect of the rough seas more. Poor Les gets seasick. Yeah, and so I wasn't feeling real good about uh, about that. I didn't actually get sick, but it was close. That was only one day though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people got nauseous, seasick. Oh, remember what they did? They put the seasick bags all over the ship. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so the seasick bags aren't exactly like the, uh, the bags that you get on an airplane. They were actually like plastic? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look at it that I grabbed a couple and brought them to our room because I wasn't sure about you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get seasick, don't, don't go on the 11th floor. Don't go on the top floor. Go somewhere in the middle. Now, what about the port that they gave us to get on and how we almost missed our embarkation? I had done a lot of research to, in Hong Kong to figure out what hotel we should stay in. The ship listed the the port, the terminal uh, for the ships as being the, I forget the name of the the terminal, but it was in downtown Kowloon. And so I got a hotel right near that terminal. Then I called in in the morning, called the uh, celebrity. Uh, This was the morning that we were going to embark on the ship. And I asked him where the ship was leaving from because I... I had looked out, and we could see the harbor from our hotel room, and there was no ship. And so uh, they, they said, oh, it's, it's uh, coming into that harbor. And so we got into a taxi with our luggage, and, and we said to the taxi driver, fortunately he spoke English, uh, that we wanted to see the ship before he last left us off. And so we headed for the the port, which is only a few blocks, no ship. And so he said, well, it must be at the other port. And so 25 minutes later, we were at the other port, and sure enough, there was the ship. So 
we were misled by the, the celebrity people. It was kind of frenetic there for a while, although we had left ourselves enough room uh, time-wise to to get on the ship in time. And thank but, goodness we made it. But we did yeah. have to pay another 20 bucks for the cab fare that we were not expecting. Yes. And as you know, less is frugal. Yes. So that was kind of a bummer. One thing that I did not appreciate was the mini fridge did not keep things very cold. That's true. And so, I mean, it wasn't a huge hassle, but that was definitely a con. And here's something that I didn't, I really didn't like. And that is when we were not in the blue restaurant, when we were in the main restaurant and we were having breakfast one day, one of the drink servers obviously was not well-trained because when he poured the coffee into my cup, the tip of the carafe was in my coffee cup with the coffee. And had I been sick, he basically would have spread my disease to everybody on the ship. I was not happy about that. Well, there were, there were several times when servers would touch parts of your dishes yeah, that you wouldn't That's true. Want. Like in the sushi bar, the, the server had his thumb on the inside yeah. of my plate. Yeah. I wasn't happy about that either. I mean, to me, when you're on a ship, you need to be especially careful. I mean, all servers should know not to do that. I don't care if you're at McDonald's. But when you're on a ship where you're in an enclosed space and there's two or 3,000 people, they need to be especially careful about what they're touching and especially not tracking germs from one passenger to another. So I wasn't happy about that. Also, the television audio kept going loud and soft. Did you yes. notice that? Oh, yeah, big time, yeah. That made it a little bit annoying. Not to mention that the the selection of TV shows was... Oh, like, you're on a cruise. You're not supposed to be watching TV. Yeah, but I've heard from people on other cruise lines that they had much richer TV. Well, we had practically the, nothing. The good news is that we have memorized HGTV shows, and now we'll yes. be able to make some adjustments here at home. The mirror in the bathroom was freaking hot, like burning hot. Yes. I have no idea why <laughs> that was so weird. And and that first day, Les alluded to the fact that the room was so hot. I think that mirror had something to do with it. Well, it was the system behind the mirror that was was not working properly. Yeah, I wonder if that's like the whole air conditioning system and we were getting the heat side. Yeah, probably, but... They fixed it. So they fixed good. it, but it was. But even through the cruise, it was still warm. It it was, but except that one day when you were cold and asked them to bring a blanket. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I didn't appreciate all the junk stored right outside our door on the deck. Oh yeah, that's right. They were doing some modifications to the ship on the eleventh floor, and so they had a lot of junk equipment. It just wasn't very nice having all that junk no. piled up. I felt like I was in a junkyard. Yes, it did give you that impression, although we didn't generally go out that way. Yeah, because it was so <laughs> windy and cold. Right. It was cold. I uh, I enjoy warmer cruises, but this, I mean, I went because Les really wanted to see Asia, and I thought that would be a good trip to go on, but it was it was cold, and it was very foggy on this ship. We got fogged in how many times? Twice, actually, three times. Twice where we couldn't get into the ports. We'd travel at night and the foghorn on the ship would be going constantly. It's funny, that didn't even bother me. I just... It didn't bother me, but it was obvious. I mean... Uh, but I sleep so well when I'm on a ship. 
I just, I sleep like a little baby. Except when you have to get up in the middle of the night. You mean because I can't sleep? Yeah. I don't think that was because of the ship. I think it was because of the time change. Yeah, maybe. But one thing that is kind of annoying and not annoying, I, I don't really know how to place this because usually I go on a ship. Usually the, one of the reasons why I used to go on cruises is so I could get away from the internet, get away from jo my job, just get away and completely decompress. Well, this time we had five sea days, four or five sea days. And so I wanted to work. I wanted to write. One of the ways that I write is by doing research. I use a program called Air Story. And I do research. I save little quotes from other people's, other people's articles. And then I give them accreditation using this program. Well, we couldn't use the internet in our room at all. I mean, yeah. less could a, a couple of times, but I could never use the internet. And that was really annoying. So I wasn't really happy about that. Anywhere on the ship, the internet was, was, bad. was marginal. If I would have known, I probably would have just said no internet because not having internet is better than thinking you have internet and you don't. <laughs> so that was, that was not very good. And then when we purchased our tickets... There's a aqua class. There, it's called the Aqua Bar, the Aqua Cafe. What was that called? Aqua Cafe, right? Cafe, yeah. When we purchased the tickets, everything in the Aqua Cafe is included in our ticket because we were Aqua class. But guess what? From the time that we purchased our tickets to the time that we got there, they changed that and the smoothies were no longer included. The only time I could buy a smoothie and not have to pay for it was when I was in the Blue Restaurant. So I did not appreciate that. Seems yeah, to me, the, blue, the Blue Restaurant didn't serve all the meals every day. Uh, well, they serve... They, they didn't serve lunch. They don't serve lunch ever, but, but you can always get breakfast and dinner there. Yeah. But usually people want a smoothie for either breakfast or lunch, right? Right. The main reason that you're bringing that up is that in the past, we'd go up to the spa cafe and we'd have them make our smoothies in the morning. And it was just more convenient because yeah. I felt like I was really putting out the Blue Restaurant having them do it with my mix and all that. Right. I just, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I was happy that they did it for me, but I didn't like having to do it that way. Right. I would have much rather just gone to the spa cafe and it would have been $16 because they're, what are they like $4 each? Yeah. And we usually get two or two of them because they're really small. So that would have been $16 a day right? just for our smoothies. Yep. And so I did not appreciate that one bit. And then one of the reasons why you do the spa classes so you can go into the Persian garden, I couldn't use it because of the way this was an older ship and the way they did the Persian garden. I can't really explain it on the radio, on the audio, but it's designed to fit your back, but it's designed for a six foot tall person and I'm five two. And so I couldn't sit on them. I, and I couldn't sit anywhere in there. I couldn't use the steam room. I couldn't use the sauna. I couldn't use the sauna and I couldn't use the Persian garden, the, the section where everybody sits together and it's just heated seats because they all had that same seat. One of the perks of going the spa level is being able to use that every day without paying for it. And another thing is that on other ships that we've been on, they only allow like 50 people total to purchase that and they can only purchase one day. And on our ship, they opened it up. You could purchase, anybody could purchase. So it could have wound up being really crowded. Right. Oh, okay. Now this did 
this this next thing did pertain to the uh, blue restaurant. So the blue restaurant is on what floor? Fifth. And where do they cook the food? Third. Did we ever get hot eggs? No. <laughs> Never. Never got a hot egg because the waiter, they're running up and down the escalator getting the food. <laughs> now, I mentioned before that we couldn't get internet in the room and they kept telling us over and over, use the public areas, use the public areas, use the public areas for your internet. How many times did they say that? Lots of times. Is there an electrical outlet in any of the no electrical no, outlets? No outlets, yeah. So they tell you to use the public areas, but you can't plug in. Oh, and when we were in Japan, we didn't even get Wi-Fi, right? Didn't they shut it off in Japan or something? Yeah, they had some issue. I don't know what that was. So the internet, I... Probably, if you're going to go on the Celebrity Millennium, don't even bother with internet because you're just going to be, you're just going to be unhappy. Okay, so my last con is the debarkation uh, procedures yeah. Procedures on the last day. They told us, now Les and I had a ship tour to get to the airport. And the way that it worked out, we couldn't do the tour because we got fogged in. And the ship was late and blah, blah, blah. So basically it was a drive to the airport. And they gave us a refund on a portion of the ticket because mm -hmm. it was not going to be a tour. But they promised us that they were going to keep us all together. And they said in the instructions that, you know, we're going to take you. Some of you are going to take the stairs and the people who are going to take the elevator, we're going to wait. And there's going to be somebody in the front Somebody in the back, but we want you all to keep together. Yeah, the, the point is that, that we were to be first off the ship because we had uh, tight arrangements at the airport. Yeah. and It was two tour groups, two buses were first off the ship. Supposedly. Supposedly. Well, that was a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, they didn't do what they said. They just took everybody, and then the people started going on the stairs, and we got in the elevator. Nobody waited, and then it was a big, mad rush. We couldn't figure out where they were, so we just walked and went down and it was just kind of a really frustrating yeah, and then then to get to the luggage was incredible oh it was it was just a big mess so that's my last con of this ship is there were a lot of pros but there were also a lot of cons and les do you have anything to add no i think we've covered most of it so going on a cruise even though the pricing has come down quite a bit for cruises i mean Regular people can't afford cruises now. It just isn't the super wealthy. Right. But I think there are some, at this point, I mean, we're not taking it off the table altogether, but at this point, it's no longer my favorite way to travel. Yeah, I agree. You do get to see a lot of places in one trip. You do get to not have to unpack. You know, you can keep everything in one place. There's a lot of pros to cruising in general. But I think now with the internet opening up, home sharing and things like that, I just think that there's a lot better ways to see an area and a lot less expensive with less hordes of people. If you're into a cruise, you might want to consider a river cruise because... Well, we haven't even done that yet, we so we can't that. even talk about that. We'll yeah. save that for another podcast. But some of the things that we're talking about are not existent in a river cruise. That's right. So anyway, all in all, I'm glad we did it. We had a great time and you can make your own decision about whether you are a cruiser or not. So thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Rocky Retirement Show. 
And we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August... Actually, August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app, and then you search for the show, and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show, and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to, normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is, or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best, and of course, we're shooting for those five-star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, 
what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.